Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Welcome back to SEN Fridays at the Top End, 1611. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin. We will love your listing. We are joined now by the Northern Territory State Academy coach in Brent Renner. Thanks for joining us this morning. No worries. Thank you for having me. Hey, Brent, just the first one right off the top. Uh, pretty new position for you. How have you found the caper? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. It was uh, pretty full on. Uh, joined joined in February and our first game was in about three weeks after I started on the job. So I had to get to know some players and um yeah pretty much was full on right through till july august and um yeah got my head around it now and it's a big job but it's um it's it's a good one and it's you know working with the kids is is enjoyable what are some of the challenges of the job that some people may not know about for me i think it would be the challenge to try and create an elite environment around a team with so many players based in different parts of the country. Is it a challenge trying to bring players in from so many different areas? Because it's not just uh, around the Northern Territory. There's a lot of players going to school down south. Is that a challenge? And what are some of the other challenges for you? Yeah, definitely. That's a huge challenge. Um, I think on the that first game with the, the under-18s boys, uh, you know, I had, I think it was seven training sessions, so three weeks. Um, and... The night before the game, we flew down to Melbourne. I met 10 of the players the night before the game. They, they came from school or from Alice Springs. So mm. it definitely adds a, you know, a tough aspect to sort of creating that team environment. Um, in saying that, we're going to put some things in place to um, hopefully improve that in the next few years. So one of those things will be hopefully implementing a, an annual camp in December and January so we can bring those kids and get them together at the start of the year before they kick off their campaign. Um, but, yeah, massive challenge. Over the course of the year, you've got the 16s boys, 16s girls, 18s boys and 18s girls. Um, so four teams, and I think there was about 150 kids that... Um, 150 names that came across my desk, so I had to learn 150 names, get a read on them, watch them at training, figure out... Um, who's a, who's up to the level, who's not, and then try and put them together into a team of um, 24 to travel down to Victoria. So, yeah, it, it's very challenging. Brent, as you know, as a football in general is a results-driven industry and people see our young team getting pumped on the national scale. I certainly do not want to have a negative approach to this because it is such a challenging role. But how do we become more competitive on the field? And and a second part to that question is, are you able to pick your best team every week? I know there were some weeks there that um, I believe Alwyn Davy Jr. was preparing for other stuff down south. Of course, he eventually ended up representing Vic Metro um, and not the Allies at the, at the championships. I saw one week there, I think, Bo Ted Castle may have opted to play for his NAB League club uh, over over the NT Thunder. Is that something that, because I'm really on the outside here, that's just what I'm noticing. Is that a concern? Are you able to pick your best team? And how do we become more competitive? Oh, look, I mean, if if you, you go by results, um, it's, it's a bit of a narrow-minded um, outlook. Uh, we're, we're there to, uh, the State Academy is there to develop the players and develop the kids. 
Um, my view is that those players that are in that top bracket that have moved down south to go to boarding school and they're in a good program like the Oakley Chargers and Vic Metro, then they need to stay in that program and develop their football where they are. Um, and this year, the, the, those two boys, Bo Ted Castle and Alan Davy, it was their choice to play for their respective NAB League clubs. Um, Bo wanted to play the Ballarat and Alan wanted to play the Oakley, and they both had really good seasons. Um, but, yeah, it does make it tough. You, obviously, as a coach who you, you think about win-loss, you want to grab your best players and you want to play them all together and you want to win a game. Um, but if you look at it on the other side of the coin, um, that means that there's three or four spots opened up to develop some kids here in the Territory. So there's three three or four spots in the team that um, we can put into a couple of the boys or girls that are up here. We get to train them, we get to develop them, we get to get the fundamental skills into them and get them up to speed. So True. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a, bit of a catch sorry. too. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. look good on my... My uh, coaching record, I suppose, but um, it, it's not about that. It's about the kids. It's about developing the footy up here in the Territory, getting our local clubs on board, getting them to train train these kids harder, um, get more of the basics into them so that they can compete when we take them on the plane down to Melbourne. I think an underrated aspect about the Thunder program is how it has been able to develop really good NTFL players and really good state league players. And just because you don't necessarily make the AFL doesn't mean that that program was a failure. But you're right. I think that um, if you're looking at win-loss ratio, it would be very unfair to put the blame on yourself or put the blame on the Thunder program entirely. I think the NTFL clubs as well um, need to take a lot of responsibility. And, of course, the players themselves uh, to prepare so they are at a standard to compete with these states down south. Hey, I will throw to Raf very, very soon, but I want to ask you about Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. About 12 months ago, I was sitting here thinking that he was one of the most exciting young talents that I've seen uh, from the territory. He has played some really good football in the Premier League, has played some really good football in the, for West Adelaide in the under-18s. How high do you see? How high do you see Anthony McDonald Tip and Woody's potential? Sorry, not McDonald Tip, Anthony Mankara, rather. I think, I think you must be talking wrong. about Anthony Mankara. Anthony yeah. Mankara, formerly Anthony yeah, yeah. Pointe Marie. I know Anthony Mankara well. I got my notes wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. Mankara, he was um, training with Bus. He's a good fella. What, tell us about him. Yeah, but both both relevant because um, McDonald Tip and Woody is looking to make a comeback. Exactly. Apparently. Maybe they can but, play um, together at the Essence at Bombers. Yeah, that'd be that'd be exciting. But um, yeah, no, Anthony Mankara. Um, obviously, he's got all the talent in the world. It's just about um, getting the right support around him to um, give him the best chance if he if he does um, go to an AFL mm-hmm. club. Um, and we've seen in recent um, times with the media and that sort of stuff, it's important that he gets the right support around him to to um, you know help him on his journey. But in terms of talent, raw talent, he's obviously got um, got bucket loads of that, and it's just about putting that all together for him. G'day, Brent. Uh, Raf here, mate. Bloody. There you go. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, speaking on talent and, um, and and the upcoming draft, you know, we've, I think we've all heard about the young guys coming through. Um, have you? Can you give us a bit of an insight and in what you think? Uh, how many boys we might be potential to be drafted with Davy, um, Ted Castle, um, and those and those likes? Um, who do you, or where do you see those boys? And the possibility of them being drafted is pretty high, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, Owen Davy um, Junior. I think 
you know, is a real chance. He's had a really solid season for um, Oakley Chargers and and part of the National Carnival. Um, Lloyd Johnson is a is one you know who's yeah, is, a big one. Yep. I suppose he's taken a different path. He hasn't gone to boarding school. He's stayed up here to show you know that you can do it from Darwin. Um, he's had a couple of weeks at Gold Coast during the year. He's really you know committed. He's been training well. I think I think he'll do really well at the draft combine mm-hmm. in the next two days. Um, they're all down there at the moment. So you got Anthony Mankara, Lloyd Johnson. Um, Alan Davy and both Ted Castles doing the state combine. So um, I think you'll see some good results from Lloyd and hopefully he realises his dream and gets picked up by an AFL club. Yeah, both had a solid year. Both Ted Castles had a really solid year. Hopefully someone takes a, um, you know, puts some interest in him and gives him a chance. I think he's capable. Um, another one that needs that support and, and, you know, needs that tough training to um, realise his potential. Yeah, definitely. And, mate, thanks for the insight, um, but especially with the draft combine actually happening in the next two days. So, um, yeah, is there any uh, smokies, do you think, mate, that have gone under the radar that, um, you know, some clubs might be have rang you up and asked about or, you know, some young guys that maybe just missed out because they... I didn't put in a little bit of work. Um, there's always a couple of guys in that regards. But, yeah, Smokey, do you think there's a Smokey in there, mate, that we probably haven't spoken about or mentioned? Um, I'm not, I don't think so from up here, if I'm honest. Yep. Um, we've got a really good group coming through the 16, so that 16, 17-year-old age at the moment. Um, there's a handful of quite talented youngsters there. You've got Waylon Davey. Clay Shadforth, Adrian Scott, um, you know, three or four really good um, talents coming through in the next couple of years. But in terms of this year, I think the ones that have gone to the combine are pretty much our strongest um, possibilities. Hey, Brent, it's Jacko again. Do you have many discussions with parents about the best pathway for these kids? Because your answer before surprised me, not in a bad way, but I thought that given your role, you would need to take the approach of saying, no, the best pathway for your child is to remain in the Northern Territory system and to remain in the State Academy. Um, I was surprised how, I suppose, I know that the State Academy now can understand the benefits to these children, these these young kids going down south because they get their schooling education looked after as well. Do you have any discussions with parents about the best pathway for their child? Oh, look, what I said before was that if they are on that journey, to keep them on that journey, I'm not going to say, um, you know, come back to the Territory, it's way better here. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is I support those families that choose that path of boarding, boarding school. Um, absolutely, we need to improve our program in the Territory so that our kids don't have to leave. That, that, that would be my, yeah, my view, is that, that you can see a, see a genuine pathway in the Territory and not have to... Um, travel down south to go to boarding school, but I, 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 again, I can't make those decisions for those families. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, if we can get our program in the territory running really smoothly, and and we start seeing kids getting drafted, then all of a sudden the next group see that pathway and realise that they don't have to necessarily go to boarding school. Um, hang on, please. I'm talking. Um, 
Sorry, guys, I've got the kids in the background. No worries. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, what sort of might have got me um, mixed, That's mixed right, up mate, there. Uh, but... Speaking of on programs, Brent, I think I can speak um, on my experiences. Like uh, when I came through, we had a really good setup through the NTIS program. We didn't have the Thunder Academy like they do these days. And it's all about, you know, I think there was about 20 of us who got offered a scholarship. So, you really had to put the work in and um, show that you belonged because um, there was only so many spots. So I don't know whether... I, I see these days it, it, it being an easier stage. I'm not trying to say, that, you know, um, that I had to go the hard path, but back then there was, you know, less games in the state. There was less cameras watching every game. Um, so you actually had to do the work and no matter where you were. Um, so in, in that while my period, I think we had about seven or eight boys get drafted directly out of Darwin. So um, I, I'm all for it, mate, with, um, you know, making our program better and the Thunder program. And I believe, you know, just by your coaching experience and being around you, I think you're definitely the best bloke for the job. Um, so, yeah, um, hopefully, mate, there's, that's a, the future is that a, lo a lot of kids can stay and we can create a really good system to be having kids drafted straight out of Darwin. Yeah, absolutely. And that, you know, we've got um, Majo McLean on board as well and, and Simon Hargrave and Rob Moore. So we're building a really good team together. Um, and, you know, to answer Jackson's question, we are starting to build that relationship with the local clubs, with the parents, with the families to try and get that support network around these kids earlier um, so that we can give them the best chance over a, a four-year period. You know, if we identify them as a 15-year-old, they come in as a 16-year-old and, um, and you leave as an 18-year-old and you've developed as a person and as a player. Um, and whether you go on to AFL or not, you, you might service the local club up here for 200 games. You might play state league down south for 200 games, but you leave the, the program a better person and that's, that's our goal. Perfect. Thanks very much, Brent. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Brent. No worries, guys. Thanks a lot. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.